Hello, and welcome to the Mindset Manifestation Podcast with me, Christina Medina. I'm a positive action coach and manifestation blogger living in New York City. Join me for your massive dose of encouragement, mind shifts, and totally possible manifestation. Every episode is packed with tools to empower you to dream big and make it happen. We're all unique human beings here with amazing gifts just waiting to be realized. If no one has ever told you that, then you're so in the right place. Today is the day you start appreciating you. All right, welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining me again this week, and uh, I'm really happy you're here. I hope you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, and if you are, mean a lot to me if you would definitely subscribe to this podcast and give me a rating. That would be very cool. So has anyone been feeling strange energy in the air? I'm trying to figure out what's going on and I've had like weird sounds popping up on this podcast and I accidentally like somehow deleted a part of it. So I'm re-recording this, this particular section, but I don't know. Very strange. I'm not sure what's going on with the energy. I'm sitting here with a massive smoky quartz in my lap. I need some negative energy sucked out of me. And like all those darker quartz or darker crystals, I should say, are so good for sucking out negativity. So I've got this big guy. I wish you could see what he looks like, but he's bigger than my hand and uh, probably weighs a, a couple pounds at least. But beautiful. And I'm always drawn to smoky quartz and probably I'm, you know, I'm not a crystal philosopher, but I would intuitively (laughs) say that I'm probably drawn to smoky quartz because I'm an empath and I feel like what other people feel. So a simple subway ride, I could feel stress and anxiety, even if I'm like in the best place. So it's like always working to kind of protect myself against letting that energy in Or if I'm walking down the street, I can feel like what people are feeling. Uh, If I walk into a room, it's like if there's tension in my office or if something's going on with like my boyfriend, you know, growing up, it was always tough for me because my mother dealt with some issues as well and had a lot of anxiety. And I was always kind of picking up uh, those feelings and having a difficult time identifying what feelings were actually mine and, you know, like deciding between or determining between which feelings were mine and which ones were actually her feelings. And so that's something that uh, if you haven't heard of an empath, you should definitely check it out if if you notice that you're carrying some of those same traits. Because one of the amazing things about the internet is there's a ton of information like on YouTube and everywhere where you can find out like how to deal with being an empath. My own research and my own work with a Reiki practitioner and hypnotherapist and just people within my circle that I have learned is one of the best things, especially when you live in a big city, because you are exposed to so many more uh, people and what's going on with their energy is like, it's all around you. There's just so many varieties, I guess I would say. And so 
my Reiki practitioner, uh, he said, when you come home from work, you should always, always, always take a shower immediately because what you need to do is you need to like visualize the water as symbolic. It's washing away like all the energy and everything you picked up and you basically are kind of cleaning your aura with the water and you know, intention is so very powerful and intention changes energy. So while you're having this like uh, exercise and releasing negative energy and just kind of clearing your aura, you're in the shower, water's running all over you, and you're just kind of visualizing that, you know, the, the remains of the day are just kind of washing off you and you're coming out pure and you're coming out clean. And it's so symbolic and it really can be the transformative experience, you know, that takes you from hustling and bustling around the city and the commute to like getting home and being in your haven, which is what my home is. It is most definitely my haven. On my last podcast, I was talking about making these notes and, you know, on your iPhone, you have the the note app and like going in and make taking notes, taking notes from my podcast, taking notes from other podcasts, but it's basically like access to a journal. And what's great is it's, it's right there. It's on your phone and you take your phone with you everywhere. So you have the opportunity to just plug in like any little nuggets from the universe or little quotes that you hear, you know, you can even throw in like screen grabs and stuff like that. I am a big note taker or a note maker in my phone. And I wanted to share with you some of the stuff that I have come up with over the years. And these go back years. So I I just thought I would pick out a few of these because you know, there's some good stuff here and I really want to share it with you. So let, let's go through. So as I told you before, I have my bigger and better things are coming to me mantra. Well, one of my others that this one I feel like really really manifested the love of my life, my Jerry, uh, (laughs) last year when we met. And here it is. It's what's meant for me will not pass me by. So let me just say that again. Again, What's meant for me will not pass me by. What does that tell you? That gives you faith that the universe absolutely has your back and the things that are for you, the things that are really truly meant for you in your life, whether it's you know, uh, a boyfriend, girlfriend, or uh, a job, a new position, a promotion, a, a new home, etc. If it's meant for you, it truly will not pass you by. And I love these mantras that really empower your sense of faith. Okay, so I feel like faith is tremendous, and faith in yourself and faith in the universe is absolutely key. So what's meant for you will not pass you by. Oh, this is a good one too. Okay. This is, this one, I actually put it on a post-it. I'm a big fan of putting mantras either on post-its or note cards. If you were to see my workspace, you would see piles of post-its over the years. And piles of the three by five note cards. I love those. They're just so good for writing your mantras or writing questions to yourself that you should just like kind of like put out there and and 
get that message from your higher self, like write a question to yourself and put it up on the wall somewhere where you would see it on a regular basis. And like, you're going to see it. You don't even have to pay attention to it, but your subconscious mind will kind of pick up on it. And I feel like that has done has worked wonders for me because actually what ends up happening is that idea surfaces or the answer to that question surfaces. So anyway, this is one of my favorites. This is my, this is one of my all time faves that you put on the mirror for sure for you to read in the morning when you're getting ready and at night when you're washing your face and brushing your teeth. It's very simple. I like myself. I love what I do and I can do anything I put my mind to. How do you like that? I think that one's pretty powerful. And actually, maybe you want to change it to, I love myself. I love myself. I love what I do. And I can do anything I put my mind to. Oh, it's so good. Okay, here's another good one. Every situation is a positive situation if I look at it as an opportunity for growth and self-mastery. That is a good one. Talk about... Something that changes your mindset or changes your perspective on obstacles and reinforces the belief that any of this shit that you're going to come up against as you're working towards your goal or working towards your dream is meant for you to encounter. It was put there so you can grow from it because there's no way to just jump from one place to another without some growth in between, right? Like who is the person you're going to have to become in order to make this dream come true, right? But know that in while you're in the process of making that dream come true, you as a person will have to change because you're going to be up-leveling your life or stepping up to a higher place, a higher vibration, a higher position in your life. So you have to make basically what they call like a quantum shift. And sometimes those can happen pretty rapidly. But for most of the experiences, I would say there's some growth that comes along with that. Okay. And that is truly a part of manifestation is really having faith in the journey. Okay. And this quote, I think really sums it up. And I will remember where I heard this quote from maybe in a little bit. And I will, I will share that with you because I remember this guy, I was in Paris when I first heard this quote, this was in 2013 and I heard his whole, it was a video on YouTube or something like that. And I remember it was like this disgusting rainy Paris day at the end of October. And, uh, it was, there was nothing to do but stay inside (laughs) and watch YouTube videos and learn and take notes. So Anyway, I'm going to think of that and I I will remind you of that. I'll remember it and then I'll, I'll fill you guys in again. So again, that quote is, every situation is a positive situation. If I look at it as an opportunity for growth and self mastery. Very good one. Very, very good one. I hope you wrote that one down or put it in your notes on your iPhone. (laughs) Oh, this was a good one. This was I just got this one last summer. I was listening to uh, one of Oprah's Super Soul podcast, and she had Pastor Whitley Phillips on the eight dimensions of character to reach her full potential. And this was so good. So his eight dimensions of character to reach your full potential is faith, virtues, so like your moral goodness and your integrity, knowledge, which is wisdom, you know, in a constant state of learning, patience, self-control, 
respect for what is sacred, kindness and love, so when you choose to be at your best when the other is not, when what you want is not important, but the other's needs are what are paramount. He goes on to ask, what do you hold sacred? So that is, that's a great journal exercise. What do you hold sacred? Are these things that you actually take the time to really think about? I just wonder, what do I hold sacred? I mean, when I heard this podcast, I was like, what do I hold sacred? You know, do I hold my, my health sacred, my, my relationship with my boyfriend, my family? What am I holding sacred in my life? This is really good to revisit on occasion too. So maybe if you have the time, maybe think about that. You know, what, what are you holding sacred in your life? And, and maybe write a list or maybe this is part of your gratitude list, you know, that you're doing every morning, I hope, to start your day on the right foot. <laughs> I also love that he says each one of us is called to greatness. So when you surrender to God's will and not your own, you can then discover the greatness that you're being called to. And really, it's a matter of just asking the question, like out to God, out to universe, to your higher self, you know, what greatness am I being called to do? There were so many good things in this podcast, but he also said, and I really love the way he put this, there's something more beautiful to chase. What am I overlooking? That's a really good one too. So if you're feeling unsatisfied with your life and you feel this calling for something else, but you don't know what it is and you know, you're always hearing like figure out what you love in life, what you're passionate and you'll never work a day in your life. But some of us don't know what we're passionate about. You know, we could go our whole life and not really know what we're passionate about. And I was definitely that person for a very long time. I thought it, I was, I thought I was passionate about art. And so I pursued art and then I realized I'm not really passionate about art, you know, and I've, I've tried a few other things thinking I was passionate about that, but I feel like only now, the more I have confidence in myself and the more faith I have that this is all for a bigger purpose, a bigger picture, you know, and I'm a part of that. Only at that point did I really start feeling at peace with my true passion in life and actually pursuing that, which if you're listening to this right now, then you're a part of it. (laughs) I really feel a calling to bring more love into the world. I've felt this since childhood. I think the only thing that I really truly cared about, and you know, I was a very loving child. I've always been a very loving partner, very cuddly, very affectionate, you know, with either my pets or, or with, you know, loved ones or boyfriend, whatever. And it took a long time for me to feel confident in that. And I think it was like when I finally accepted that part of myself and I didn't feel like, oh, I'm so needy or clingy or something like that. And I realized I'm just a generous person when it comes to love. And I like to be with someone who's equally generous and giving it back. So what was my point there? <laughs> Not really sure what my point was, but oh yes, you're calling in life. So yes, so if you are unclear about your passion or your calling in life, this would be something to, as they say, meditate on. You know, put that question out there. Or maybe you're writing it on a note card and you're sticking it on the mirror or somewhere on a wall, just somewhere where you're going to be passing by. 
your subconscious mind is going to know that is there, you know, and your higher power, your, your intuition or your higher self is going to eventually give you that message. So I like the way that he put it. There's something more beautiful to chase. What am I overlooking? That's a really good one. Okay. So that's, that's, that's from, that's from the Oprah Super Soul podcast with Pastor Whitley Phil, or excuse me, Whitley Phipps. So good. Okay. This, this is a good one because I'm very, I'm definitely a very hard worker and I want to be known as someone who is trust, sorry, can't talk again today, trustworthy and reliable and that can get the job done, that's a hard worker. I want to be known as someone who's smart and intelligent, but also has a kind heart. And so this, to me, was a, this is a great one when it comes to your career. Work until you no longer have to introduce yourself. Work until you no longer have to introduce yourself. What a great, 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 great quote on your career. I love that. This is another one. Everyone is on their journey. You don't have to save them. They will save themselves when it's time. Let them have that lesson and experience for their own growth. This one, oh my God. Okay, so I keep saying all these are my favorite, but this one is so good because I definitely grew up feeling like, well, that I needed to save people. You know, I was a people pleaser and I, I felt responsible for other people's well-being as if people couldn't take care of themselves. I had to jump in and like help them plan their life, save their, their lives, get them back on track, make them feel confident about themselves, figure out how to love themselves. And I guess that's probably like what got me into this this kind of uh, work that I'm doing or this calling in my life with coaching and doing this podcast and everything. But one of the things I need to remind myself, and I think we, we all may be a little guilty of this too, because who has not been in, who has not been in a relationship where they're trying to save someone? You know, I think that I think that's a very common situation to be in and it's a very tough situation to be in. But this quote, everyone is on their journey. You don't have to save them. They will save themselves when it's time. Let them have that lesson and experience for their own growth. See, this is a good quote because, and this is a good quote for yourself too, because again, it goes back to the faith that you are on a path and you will go through experiences and obstacles and you'll have these experiences and these lessons for your own growth. So just as you start to believe that for yourself, you see how it's then reflected in the way you see how you should help other people and how you should let them, you know, have the freedom of being on their own path and finding their own way. So that again is like, you don't have to control how uh, other people are living their lives. You don't have to control or you don't have to try to change their mind. You don't have to do those things because part of life is discovery and that's self-discovery and that's realization and that is part of our own growth that is a part of our spiritual connection our connection to our higher self our connection to our intuition and that is our guidance so if you're stepping in and you're telling people what they should do and feeling like you have to control their behaviors you're kind of missing the point in your own life so that's something to think about 
I'm going to repeat this quote one more time. Everyone is on their journey. You don't have to save them. They will save themselves when it's time. Let them have that lesson and experience for their own growth. So this is very similar to the quote I gave you guys last week. Um, That is, what we experience in our life is a reflection of what we believe to be true. And so the quote last week was, what you have become is a result of what you thought. So this is basically a reoccurring theme, to be honest, in my life, because I learned years ago that I could change my life by changing my thoughts or changing what I believe to be true about myself. And I really became sort of fascinated and obsessed with just kind of reprogramming my brain to think thoughts that were a hell of a lot more supportive. So getting back to those notes, what we experience in our life is a reflection of what we believe to be true. Belief comes from the way we relate to ourselves and to the external. Look at your beliefs and then begin to take on the beliefs of someone who we prefer to be. So this is an exercise that you can do where you kind of work backwards. You figure out your goal or like where you want to be and you ask yourself, what would I have to believe to be true in order for me to become this person? Or what would a day in the life of this person that I want to become look like? Because you can reinvent yourself at any time if you put your mind to it. And it's not as hard as it seems. I have reinvented myself many times. And I feel like each time it's a rebirth because I'm reinventing myself and growing into the person I was actually meant to be. You know, each time I reinvent myself, I become closer and closer to the true me because the previous version of myself was based on the perception of, you know, my limited perception of what I, what I believe to be true about myself, which was influenced by people. So my perception of myself when I was a child was based on, you know, what the adults told me. So what my mom told me, what my parents told me, you know, what my sister told me or friends told me or my teachers. So, you know, anything that I was criticized about, you know, that was forming the person I was or anything that, I got complimented on that was forming the person that I thought I was, that I was like, that's who I truly am. And, and I feel like when you're young, it's very hard to have a true sense of who you really are. Like, who is this person I want to become? Because you don't really, you you haven't lived long enough to where you fully understand that you have been molded by the perceptions of other people. So for an example, or for example, when I was growing up, I we moved around a lot and I was a very shy kid, but I was really good at drawing cartoons and I love to draw cartoons of Mickey Mouse. So I did this all the time. And that's, that's, that's one of the ways that I made friends. I would draw them cartoons and people would say, Oh, you're such a good drawer. And I won like awards and things like that when I was younger. So I believe that I am an artist. Like this is who I am. This is who I should become. This is what I will grow up and become. And so I did, I pursued that. And when I finally got it, I realized this, this wasn't really, maybe this wasn't really what I wanted, you know, and maybe it will be something that I come back to later. And I think I've said this before, but again, this me, me pursuing art was absolutely the, the inspiration for that was absolutely from what I was told in my environment. So look at your beliefs 
and then begin to take action on the beliefs of who we prefer to be. Understand that this is who you are and begin taking action, which will anchor that belief. Okay. Understand the power of acting as if like the whole fake it till you make it. I mean, there is some substance to that. So understand the power of acting as if this allows us to see in our imagination and connect us to who we want to be. So when we see in our imagination, we're practicing the art of visualization. And this is one of the fundamentals of manifestation. So this is a big part. So you see, you, you get a vision or you have an idea of this person you want to become, you know, you've accomplished these goals. And so now you want to sort of work backwards. What types of actions, what types of beliefs would I have to take on in order for this to be real? So you're kind of working backwards. You take your goal, you take your vision of yourself in the future, and you ask yourself, and this is a good journal experience, what would I have to believe in order for this to actually be real? What would I have to do? Like what kind, what would this version? So for example, I see myself in five years. What would my five year from now, Christina, have to believe is true in order for me to have, you know, whatever it is I wanted? What would I have to believe about myself? That's a good one. What would I have to believe? What kind of values would I have in order to believe that it's that it's possible that this that I am this person? So this future me, let's say this future me is a, a best-selling author, okay? Because that is a that is a goal for me. So the questions I would ask myself is, what would this future me, what would her life look like? What would she believe about herself? What would her daily routine look like? How many hours would she put into writing in order to have gotten to this place? What would she have to believe is possible in order to get to this place? So these are all the things you start thinking about and questions you start asking yourself and you start answering those questions because what that will do is that is going to give you a foundation for the change that you should start implementing. So that is your foundation for building on this future you. So you know, okay, well, if I'm going to get to that place, then I need to understand that my opinion is valuable and I have something to say and I have lessons that I've experienced that need to be out there so that other people that are going through them can learn from me or see me as an example and just have faith that they're going to get through it. You know, everything that you learn through like my podcast or any of these self-help books and things like that, these are things that we like innately know, but we need that sign or that message or we need that reminder to get us back on the track to getting where we want to be. Guys, if you are trying to get in a state of receiving, my next note is for you. <laughs> this is a good one. I am reaping the rewards of all my hard work. I am in a state of receiving and ease. Life is easy for me now. I'm filled with joy and many wonderful things to come to me every day. There's no need to push for anything. Life is full of ease and abundance. The right people are crossing my path, and I am always effortlessly receiving bigger and better things in all areas of my life. Ease and receive 
life's limitless abundance. That's a little tongue twister for me. I'm going to say that again. Ease and receive life's limitless abundance. I love that one. All right, guys, I'm going to share one with you that I was kind of on the fence about sharing it because it's related to me and it's related to my coaching practice and and speaking and sharing this. Um, I do suffer from anxiety because I get very excited and then I, I get so many ideas coming from so many different directions. And then before I know it, I'm like, ah, my heart's beating so fast and I, I kind of don't know where I'm going. And I when I feel that way, I definitely call out for guidance from God, my higher self, you know, the universe, but my, my angels, like my guardians, I I'm looking for help from the universe because again, one of the fundamentals of manifestation is asking for help. So I'm sharing this with you. This is a little vulnerable for me, but if, if we're all going to be friends here and we're going to be close, then I feel like it's very important that I share this with you because I want you to see that I'm a real human being. And while most of the time I'm very positive and I have a way of bringing things back to positivity, no matter like what's being thrown at me <laughs> through the streets of New York City, um, I'm still a real person and I still have vulnerabilities and I still have insecurities. And being on this path to manifesting your dreams does not mean that you are without vulnerabilities or without insecurities. You can totally be on on track and moving towards your dreams and moving towards your goals, but it's very real and very normal for you to slide back sometimes into insecurity. You know, things are based on the moon, the stars, the planets, the hormones, whatever, you know, you can feel different things. You can be totally positive 99% of the time, but then you're going to have that other 1% where you're going to slip back into regular human mode and you're going to feel insecure and vulnerable. So I'm sharing this one with you and I don't feel vulnerable about sharing it because I want you to really know who I am and I want you to know that you're not alone. So if you feel like me, you're not alone. We're in this together. So without further ado, here's my note. I need your guidance to make this easy and natural, to have a beautiful, inspiring, and energetic unfolding of my coaching practice. Help me clearly put my thoughts into words and then onto paper. Help me attract my tribe. There are some fears, but I forgive myself for having them. I know these are rooted in old thoughts that held me back in the past. My subconscious mind held on to these fears to protect me, but I understand that it's no longer needed. All right, guys. So that was something I wrote to my higher self, looking for guidance. And and one of the things that I told myself, and I think I said this already on a previous podcast, was I wanted this to 100% be filled with love. So any anxiety or anticipation or, or insecurity or feeling like I wasn't doing enough, which was causing anxiety, like all those normal human feelings, but feelings that we can definitely gain tools to overcome. If I, I did not want to experience those feelings in this uh, passion project of mine. And I wanted to always 
take care and take the time to make sure I got myself in the correct alignment, which is why I'm holding this gigantic smoky quartz as I'm recording this podcast, because I really truly believe that everything is energetically passed through these podcasts. You're feeling my energy and I hope you're feeling good energy because I'm sending a lot of it to you, but I'm also sending very real, very, um, empathetic and very caring and very nurturing and very loving energy too because I want you to understand and that you are not alone this is normal to feel this way and that I don't want you to beat yourself up about it you know I want you to have the tools so if you start feeling insecure and you feel anxiety and you feel lost ask for help seek help you have my mantra that I just read to you use it I don't care I want to share I shared it with you because I want you to either create your own or use mine and make it your own. You know, I want you to have these tools where you can actually know a way to get yourself to a place where you're feeling better, to know how to increase your vibration because it's increasing the vibration. That's how we start manifesting the things that we want. So anyway, I I wanted to share that with you. And so I, I really just wanted to kind of preface that and point that out. I hope I hope that it finds you the person that needs it. Yes. Okay. So I knew I would find this in my notes, or I would remember. But that quote earlier, and I was trying to think of the guy's name, Mark Allen, and he has this great thing he calls his ideal scene. Ideal scene, and I I love it. I love it. I love it. And if you find Google him or or look at him, look him up on YouTube, and you know he's this very humble soul. You know he he says you know if I can do it, anyone can do it because he really didn't see himself as like this type A ambitious type. You know he's just a person who was like, well, you know what. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) So Mark Allen, I found it. I found it. I'm so happy. Anyway, I've got some more little mantras that I'm going to share with you and some more little notes, but this is so simple. I like myself. I am healthy. I am happy. I am abundant. Those are the types of things like I've actually done this before where I've just been walking to work and I'm like, I am healthy. I am abundant. I am healthy. I am abundant. I am healthy. I am abundant. You know, or what is meant for me will not pass me by. What is meant for me will not pass me by. You know, I'll even make it something when I've been at Barry's and I'm running on the treadmill. It's like, I'm thinking of my mantras or when my heart is beating so fast and I feel like giving up when I'm exercising, it's like, start saying good things. I've actually been guilty of uh, one time I was working out in the gym in my in my apartment building and I was running and I felt so tired. I really thought I was going to give up, but I was like, you can do this. You got this. You could do this. You could do this, Christina. Come on. You are so much stronger than you think, Christina. You can do this. You can do <laughs> And I was so in the zone. I did not realize that someone came in and he was like standing behind me doing something. And I was saying this out loud because this was like six o'clock in the morning. I really, you know, there was no one there when I got there and I, I didn't think anyone else was there. I didn't feel the presence of anyone else there, but I was like totally like psyching myself up and just like being my biggest cheerleader. But try that because, you know, it actually does really work. It works really well. <laughs> you might look a little weird, but it works well, but you could say it in your head too. All right, so I've just got a couple more here. Uh, this, these are all really good journal things, you know, like things to kind of like dive into deeper in a journal. But this one is really good. What does your self-talk sound like? Is it negative or positive? 
Does it shift depending on your mood? Think about this for a moment, open up to the awareness, and be honest with yourself. And you know, your self-talk is actually a very big reflection on, um, or I should say it's actually the reverse. The way you talk to people is a very big reflection on like kind of your own internal self-talk and vice versa. Um, because usually people that are hard on other people are extremely hard on themselves, like their worst critic. And I know that there was a time when I had I was so attached to the outcome and so attached to expectations that I made myself miserable when it came to other people. But, you know, the reason why is because I was so hard on myself at the time and I had such high expectations for myself, like absolutely unrealistic expectations and unrealistic goals. And I was relentless in the pursuit of them and I was miserable because I wasn't practicing self-care. I wasn't loving myself. It was like the only thing I could see was that that goal, and I was giving it 120%. And as I have grown wiser, maybe that's a connection to getting older. I don't know. But I know some very wise people that are very, very young. So I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but it certainly was the case on my journey. But as I've grown wiser, I've come to realize that everything truly is about balance. And I happen to be a Libra, which I guess they're always trying to balance their lives. But really, I'm tired. I lived such ex- in such extremes in the past. And everything from like extreme dieting to extreme like even just like mindset shifts and things like that, which... On one hand, I feel like it's actually actually uh, kind of necessary and mandatory in order to really manifest what you're looking for. So I think it's a little okay to be extreme with regard to that because you are really trying to reprogram your brain. But some of the other stuff that I was so strict about, I, I really was not like my own best friend. And I think that once I started practicing and really kind of diving into self-love, that's when I learned to have a little more compassion, a little more compassion for my journey. I really started kind of looking at the past and the patterns, you know, that I was kind of following and the people that I was looking at and the people I was allowing into my life and the people I was trying to love. Meanwhile, there were great people, you know, that were worthy of my friendship and my love that didn't get the attention. But I have learned my lesson with that. And I have learned to no longer try to love or change people that were not ready for it, you know? And that's when you really got to turn that love, like, back to yourself. Because you got to ask yourself, like, why are you trying to love someone who is not accepting your love or who can love you back the way you deserve. So big questions, (laughs) good journal questions, good uh, pondering and just kind of sitting with yourself, you know, in the quietness of your home kind of questions. That's another thing, quietness and home. And I, and that is one of those things that I feel like a lot of people just have background noise on a lot. And I got rid of my TV 
a long time ago and only recently got a TV and my boyfriend and I live together and he is definitely like when he's home he likes to have the TV on he likes to have the background noise but I really kind of learned to adapt to maybe some music in the background or maybe just nothing in the background because I was really interested in kind of just tuning into my thoughts and tuning into you know just really being connected and not having a bunch of stuff like kind of going in my head unless it was intentional like it was going to reprogram my brain and make me love myself and change my life more (laughs) all right guys so I really have enjoyed you being here I hope that you got some good nuggets from this podcast took some good notes I would really love it if you found me on Instagram at Mindset to Manifestation and message me. Let me know what you're getting from this podcast. Let me know what kind of, you know, epiphanies or reality or realities, what kind of epiphanies or what kind of like aha moments or realizations that you're getting from these podcasts. I would love to know. Um, Also, my website is Mindset to Manifestation. Go on there and plug in your info to subscribe to the newsletter because I'll let you know about workshops I'm having. Uh, A new workshop will be coming up in New York City soon, so you can find out the details on that. But also, by signing up, you will get access to the library, which is a bunch of free stuff and you know, materials that I wrote out, assessments, a a workbook, um, some mantras and meditations, just a bunch of stuff that I just wanted to create value for you. I want to be a person like on the front line to spreading more love, helping people love themselves, helping people change their mindset and really start manifesting the life that they want. It's not that hard, but it is rooted in so many things, but primarily your love and your mindset. So I want to be that resource for you. So please find me on Instagram. Definitely find me or find the website, sign up for the newsletter. I will let you know about the workshop. I will be doing some online workshops that will be available for you anywhere. And uh, we'll kind of go from there. I will keep you updated. So again, I really appreciate you guys being here. I really, I just, I'm so honored to be here and for you to be listening to this podcast. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I really hope you feel that sincerity coming to you right now. All right, guys, have a great week and be back soon. Until then, mwah.